0: Hey, it's Kim and Jen, and you're listening to Inebrated Input.
1: In a sec, you'll hear our regularly scheduled episode with all of our amazing advice and drunken hijinks. But first, we
0: wanted to share another cool podcast with you.
1: You know that feeling when you're talking with your best friends where you never have to hold back? Sometimes you just wanna talk about both the guy that cat called you at that stoplight and the promotion you got at work. Or even that time your grandma whooped your ass with a hairbrush just for being sassy. Well, come join us on Talk Like a Lady podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Carly.
0: And we wanna drink and discuss lady things with you. Like why we all need
1: to start being nicer to ourselves, or the best makeup tutorials, or what our Me Too stories are. And the best part is, you don't even need to put a bra on. Every Tuesday, we release a new episode where we talk with badass lady guests. You can find us on the podcast app of your choice, here's to ladies let's start listening to what they have to say
0: before we begin remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like we just like to tell people what they should do in their life
1: also we're drinking a lot so take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila
0: How's it going?
1: Uh, I am I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm tired, but I'm good.
0: Uh, yeah. Me too. Good. I'm tired, but I'm good.
1: Good. Good. Uh, good. I feel like I haven't <laughs> talked to you in a while. I know. I'm so wiped. I'm so, so ridiculous right now. It was a long weekend. It was a really fun weekend, but it was a long weekend. What you um, drinking? Oh, so I am drinking, it's called Walk in the Parfait. Uh-huh. It is a raspberry yogurt sour. Oh, that's that's weird. I think it's good. Let me try it again. Yeah, it's got a... I like it. So, so, since I had COVID in November, my sense of taste still comes and goes. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like I can't really ever trust myself yet on any of my tasting things. Um, so I was like, like the first time I had this, I was like, I don't think I like it. And now I'm like, yeah, I think I do. It does have like a little bit more bitterness than I would anticipate for a, um, for like a sour that starts from like, does it say, yeah, like a golden ale. But, um, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's a local one here from Golden, Colorado, which is like 15 minutes from my house. So that's cool. What are you drinking? I'm drinking uh,
0: Founders Hard Seltzer. Yum. Is it good? I, it's like, a, it uses agave for their okay. sugar.
1: Okay.
0: Great. Which makes a huge difference because I don't like, I, I don't think I like hard seltzers because they taste like diet.
1: We definitely drank like so many of them at your I house know.
0: over the summer. Yeah, I know we did. That's because I comes, think we put back flags. like
1: sixteen between the two of us. <laughs> yeah, I know. It might have been twelve, but still.
0: <laughs> well, at a certain point, it really doesn't matter what the flavor the taste is <laughs> for sure, for sure. But no, this is like this is like your your um. It tastes like a sparkling water, like a flavored sparkling water, and you it's tasty. Okay. Yeah.
1: Nice, good. You don't think like white claw tastes like a sparkling water?
0: No, it has a diety taste to me.
1: Okay, you know the ones that really get me is that I like the flavor of the truly lemonade ones, but they do use like aspartame or something mm. like that, or maybe maybe it's stevia. I don't know, but I can, I think it's stevia because stevia makes my mouth feel weird. Like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, ah, yeah. so what's new?
0: Oh, let's see what's new. What's new? What's new? What's new? What's new? What's new? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I started
1: watching Lovecraft Country. Oh my God, isn't it so good? I can't believe it I is. haven't mentioned it on is. this. Like, but I know I texted you, being like, you need to watch it. It's so good.
0: Yeah, it is. So good. the first episode's really hard to watch, audience, um, because it's it's pretty gruesome, and a race racially in a that doesn't go sense, away. I I know, but it was just so. Hard. <laughs> Where are you at in it?
1: It was. Just, it was so I just, hard. I kept being like did this really happen? Like it's awful. <laughs> By the end of it I was like look I wasn't like ha- didn't take a stance about reparations at all before this but like after watching this show and some of the other ones I've re- watched recently I'm like I'm all for them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Jesus. It was so bad. It was so hard to watch but it's so oh, good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean if, if white slave masters can inherit land land and money why can't the slaves inherit land and money yeah. or whatever the the ancestors of the slaves or the yes. descendants of the slaves
1: yes but they were talking about like sundown towns and I was like is that a fucking yeah. thing it was a thing mm-hmm. it was a thing
0: yeah I knew he was driving him to another sundown town I knew I, guess
1: didn't, even, I didn't even think <laughs> I about it. it I was just yeah. like I was like go 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 and then I saw him. I was like what the fuck
0: <laughs> I'm like, what is he driving him into?
1: <laughs> yeah. oh. And then
0: monsters appear. And then you're like, what? Yeah,
1: I know. No. I, I did
0: know. like the the, third, the haunted house episode a lot.
1: I it made me cry mm-hmm. at the end when all the ghosts of the tortured black people came to help help her uh, with the ghost of the white man, like to cast him out. I cried. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Yep. yep. So um, that's where Spoiler that's really where I'm at. to many of our people haven't listened yeah. to this. Okay. Yeah.
0: That, that's really cool. where I'm at. Is that third episode? I finished it, but yeah. 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 No, so. it's it's really good. It's really it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. at some points. So I have to like let it go. Like I've started watching the fourth episode, but I had to. I'm like I'm not in the mindset right now to watch this, but yeah.
1: Yeah, we didn't like. It wasn't one that we crushed. Like I mean, we mm-hmm. we crushed it, but it wasn't like a back to back to back to back. We spaced it out a little bit because yeah, sometimes you. It's, like, so good, but you weren't in the mood for the heavy heaviness, mm-hmm. and apparently it's based on a book. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's what I read. And okay. someone's talking about whether or not they should, um, and I keep calling it Lovecraft Country, and it's Lovecraft County. Oh, is it? Or vice versa. I think it's county, but I definitely get it wrong every time. Chase makes fun of me for it. Oh, Because I think
0: they do reference in the first episode, uh, like, a Lovecraft ca- County.
1: Yes. So I think that's yeah. what it's called, but I keep getting it mm-hmm. wrong. Um, Me too. It's, it's so, it's so good. That's it. That's yeah. all I have to say about it. It's so good. Denver got a shit ton of snow. Yeah, so I heard. We didn't get too bad, but it's snowing again. Um, We got about, like, eight, probably 18 inches. Uh, it's snowing again right now though, but it's not supposed to be nearly as bad. My friends up north, like further north, just like 20 minutes further north of here, let me just send you this video, or this picture that they sent me, because it's absurd. It's absurd. It was in like a, like a 12 hour period, because it was like nothing, no big deal, and then, and then this happened. Because he sent it to us and was like, maybe you should come back and try to stay out of town longer and come back the next <laughs> day when there's more time. Because look at this. This all happened Sunday. Sorry, I'm
0: pulling it up on my computer. Holy cow. Right?
1: Holy cow. Absurd. I don't know what the, how much of that is. Four feet? At least? Yeah. I don't know how tall this man is in this picture, and you know what? I'm sure some of it is like pushed up snow. Like you know how like snow drifts look bigger, or when you plow, it plows up that edges. But like they just yeah. cleaned the uh, sidewalk, and it's up to his armpits. Yeah. It was like the fourth biggest snow in the country, or in the country in the history. Holy that, cow. At least since they like started keeping track of it. it, is absurd. Absurd.
0: Absurd. Is there anything funny that happened?
1: I'm so tired. I can't think.
0: I know, right?
1: I got. Uh, I got. Came into some money. It sounds like someone mm-hmm. died. That's not what I meant. I I got a bonus at work, and um. I'm so. I like excited. it. I like
0: you calling it. I came into some money.
1: I also didn't want to, like, brag about getting a bonus at work when it's been a rough year and many people have lost their jobs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I I thought coming, came into money, sounded better, but then I realized it made it sound like somebody died and that wasn't the case, so I figured I would just straight up say it. You can Um, call it
0: your eccentric uncle that passed away that no one
1: one knew. knew. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But we're getting a fence put in with it. Oh, good. I, don't, I don't think it's going to be enough to cover the entire fence, mm-hmm. but like with tax rebate and that and a credit card, we should be able to cover <laughs> the fence. Depending on how much, so we're getting a quote. A guy is supposed to come out here in about ten minutes or so to take a look and give us a quote. Uh huh. Um, it is. It will be the best day of my life when I go. With it. That's exaggerating some, but man, Scylla has gotten even worse. Like, she'll chase this, there's squirrels out there, and the squirrels here are fucking dicks, okay? (laughs) Like, they will come down to just out of their reach and, like, yell at my dogs. So, my dogs are going crazy. And then, so there's an apartment complex behind us. So, Scylla has been chasing it deeper and deeper into the apartment complex. Like, she leaves our yard to chase this squirrel that's, like, Mm -hmm. up on the 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 wire fence around the basketball court. So she's running around the basketball court. Luckily, never, no, one, no one's ever there when they're there or when it's happening. And then the other day she was like going towards the playground because she was following a squirrel. And I'm like, get in the house. I'm like trying to chase her around and like go through the hedges behind my house to get to her. And, because she can get through the hedges easily, I can't, because I'm a human being with a human-shaped body, <laughs> and she's a little dog that can get underneath branches and shit. It's such, and she's just been getting worse and worse. And then the other day, like, the other day, J- Jocko got outside after me, like, I went to get Scylla, and he snuck out, and I was like, shit. And I ran inside, I didn't have shoes on, ran inside, put some shoes on quick, and grabbed the jar of, like, raw hides. And when I got out, he was already out of the yard. He oh. was up in the front yard by the road rolling in something. And <laughs> oh. I just was like, come get a Chewy. And I shook it and I go, and it's nap time. And I've never seen him run so fast. There's like four <laughs> words in the English language that my dogs know and know very well <laughs> Chewy, walk. W A L K. Sorry, yeah. I'm here and getting excited. <laughs> uh, they know the phrase. Do you want to take a nap? Uh-huh. And it's bedtime, or I'm going to go to bed. And yeah. they, those ones, that, those last two are their absolute favorite in the whole world, which I, I relate to, yes. really. Um. And so they, so he came tearing in, thankfully, because it's kind of a busy road. We're like, mm-hmm. a, a, it's like not the busiest, but it's a busy road. And I'm also tired of like chasing. They'll stay in the yard mostly when Chase lets them out, but not when I let them out. Except every once in a while, Jack will decide it's time to adventure. And every time he adventures, he goes to my neighbor two doors down, and he poops in their front lawn. (laughs) While we're out back looking for him. like, where are you? He's shitting in the neighbor's lawn at two in the morning the worst. It's the worst. They're the worst. I cannot wait to get a fence.
0: I cannot wait. It is glorious. It is glorious. Because you have a choice you can let them out in the back and also take them for W.A.L.K.'s. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Ugh. Yeah. No. I can't. I'm so excited.
0: I thought of a story.
1: Yes. Or I guess
0: news, I guess. Uh-huh. So, so uh, the first half of this COVID pandemic sitting in my house i did all right as far as like weight right oh, <laughs> the yes. second half um uh, my belt i'm I, w- I moved to the last loop on my belt
1: <laughs> same 100 percent the same the last loop on my belt i'm like no oh, i am want- so sorry i think the guy's here can oh, okay. i pause you and i'll be back in a minute okay yeah yeah so- sorry no, sorry okay. you're good <laughs> i just heard it bark Hi, I'm back. So sorry about that.
0: <laughs> he what? scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I just had to give him like the rundown of what we're wanting, and he's taking measurements, and I'm going to send him Chase's measurements too later. And Anyway, um, and then we're going to get a quote. Yeah. See if it's affordable and doable, what we want to do. Anyway. Tell me your story.
0: Oh, yeah. My belt loop. Yes,
1: yeah, your belt
0: loop. <laughs> my belt loops. So I hit my... Hi, guys. So I hit my, um... <laughs> my last belt loop on my belt. And when I told a friend that, she said, why don't you just buy a new belt? I'm like, no, I That's will not. That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> it will not. <laughs> she was joking, of course. But... <laughs> <laughs> um... So, the second half of the pandemic has not been so so Same. easy for me to weather. But um, but the last, like, month or so, I've started eating healthier, drinking nice. less of these things. Good. And uh, what else have I been doing? Oh, yeah. And walking more because it's really, really nice out. So, I've been doing walking and yoga and, nice. and stuff like that. And I'm back to my second to last loop. Yes! Yes.
1: That's like an inch. You've lost like an
0: inch. <laughs> well, like a half an inch. But yeah. <laughs> That's great. I'm so, I was so excited. I, I started doing this, one of those um, weekly mail your meals. do Where they do, they mail you all the ingredients for a meal yeah. and then you make it.
1: Like Blue Apron or HelloFresh or something like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, It's HelloFresh that I used.
1: Okay. I kind of love it.
0: I kind of nice. love it. It's like two. It's it's two people meals, not and sponsored,
1: so, but not sponsor, sponsor us. Hello Fresh.
0: <laughs> it's two people meals, and you get like three for sixty bucks a week, which is is reasonable. Which is reason. Which is probably about what I spend going out once or twice, two times I'd say. Yeah. For really expensive food. So um, and it's six meals essentially. Right. It's, yeah. So, um, and it's somewhat healthy and easy to make. And so I'm not going to eat pizza or.
1: Nice. Or eating
0: out or. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it was, <laughs> I was really worried about that last loop.
1: <laughs> I get it. Um, I bought a skirt recently and I bought it and it didn't fit. Because so, I bought it online. So I had to return it and get the next size up. And that one fit, but kind of just barely. Oh. <laughs> and I will say that I... Silla, so, are you okay? I think Silla just fell off the couch because she was chewing her chewy so aggressively. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had to get an extra large in this skirt... And that one, I was like, barely fits. I will say I wore it all day the other day, and it was fine. Like, I was worried it was going to be uncomfortable if I had to wear it all day, but it was fine. But I was at the point where I was like, I fucking refuse to buy an extra extra large. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I understand that this is made in China, and so the sizing is different, mm-hmm. but I don't care. I'm not getting, in, like, an extra extra large. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I made it work, but... <laughs> um, uh, I, yeah. I bought running shoes the other day when I had, like, a, a mental breakdown. Uh-huh. And um, and Chase, trying to be helpful, told me I was blowing everything out of proportion.
0: <laughs> what, what, I think you should just calm down.
1: Yeah, now, no. I was just like, I know what you're trying to say, but that is not the fucking right thing to say. Uh, he was trying to be helpful. He not. He also, at another point in time, said to me that... He was like, just the way you talk about yourself. Like I would never talk about you this way, like that. Like you, you're saying things about yourself and using words that I would never apply to you or anyone. Like you shouldn't be talking. I was like, okay, that was kind of a nice, that was a nice kind of wake up. Like chill out a little, Kim. But yeah. saying you're blowing things out of proportion is not helpful. <laughs> no. Lovely husband who I love so much.
0: <sighs> no,
1: and I'm not. I'm
0: not like. Talking about, like, crash dieting or, yeah. like,
1: I changing your dieted, life. I have like,
0: entire- like, I've never done that. It's.
1: I did a 1,200 calorie day for a month. Uh-huh. Did it work? It was so sustainable. It was not difficult for me. I still had time to have a beer or had enough calories left to have beer at the end. Because of- yeah. I was eating things like salads and vegetable soups a lot. And so there's a low calorie. Um yeah. And I only did it for a... I mean, people, like, when I posted talked about it, someone asking for weight loss advice, and I was like, I did this for a short period of time, and it worked for me. Someone was like, that's disordered eating. And I was like, uh, I don't, th- I think I'm, o- I was okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I lost 20 pounds, 25 pounds, and when I went back to my normal eating, I gained five of it back, and then I, then I sustained it for over a year, not mm-hmm. doing anything. Like, just having my, it, it stayed off, like, my body just reset to.
0: Yes. Yeah. Normal, and then the COVID happened. <laughs> and then COVID happened.
1: So, um, yeah.
0: simply the but, sun is out, like the weather's gotten better, and that's yes. been enough for me to walk to a couple of, of miles house. every day for sure with my dog. And just, and that's enough to bring me back one more loop, <laughs> bring me back to my original loop <laughs> 100%. <laughs>
1: My boyfriend's mother took food off my plate at a family dinner and told me I needed to watch what I <gasps> ate more often. This was so embarrassing, it's hard to even put it into words. I turned so beet red because this entire family was there and I got so silent. How do I deal with this? Signed, food Police.
0: <gasps> what? A I don't even... Bitch. I... Ugh. I'm just trying to, like, imagine myself as being a scene that happened.
1: I think I would have stabbed her in the hand with a fucking fork if she took uh, food uh, off my plate while telling me that I, was like, needed to watch what I ate.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like this I, whole I room left. of people have been emotionally abused by this woman all their lives, which is why they stood silent. <laughs>
1: yeah, no one said anything? What? Like, uh, I would have left. I would have been livid at her. I would have been livid at my boyfriend for not sticking up for me. I would have man, I don't know. Like I
0: don't know. If I were I'm, her, I would have grabbed more food and just shoved it into my mouth as fast spike as possible. Spite.
1: Would a spite uh, eat it. Ate. Spite ate. Right in front
0: spike of her eating. face.
1: <laughs> uh, um,
0: no, I probably would have cried. <laughs> like,
1: I, I mean, <laughs> like what a cunt.
0: I can't I, even. Uh,
1: Okay. <laughs> well, we don't even really know what to say about it. We're so angry about <laughs> it. So angry. angry about it.
0: Well, obviously the boyfriend should have stepped up. Is really yes.
1: Yeah, have you happened. deal with your family. Like you are the go yeah. between. Between your, you should your your boyfriend should have said something to his mom right then and there how inappropriate that was, and it was none mm-hmm. of her fucking business what you were eating, and oh, to not God. ever comment or say anything ever again, or you will not talk to them again. God, I
0: can't imagine doing that to anyone. I can't imagine doing that to anyone, but I can't, I can't imagine even. doing that to anyone who wasn't at least related to me. Like yeah, I might or... make fun of somebody, not for eating food, by the way. I'd never make fun of somebody for eating food, but I can't imagine this mother just stepping up and say, "Hey, you're getting too fat. Take this food off your plate." Who are you, lady?
1: She's not your, like, that's not acceptable to say to your children, but it's certainly not acceptable to say to your children's partner. Oh, my God. And, like, the sheer audacity is just, like, and the fact that nobody said anything or did anything or, like, that, that it's so commonplace for her to behave that way. That nobody, de- nobody said anything. They all just got silent and stared at the poor girl while she bl- started turning red like it was her fucking fault.
0: Well, this, this and I mentioned that's like, a little earlier. Like, I feel like she's taking control of this family. Like, they don't know how to speak up for themselves, let alone yeah. speak up for somebody else.
1: <clears throat> like, what do you do about this? I guess you tell your boyfriend he needs to take care of it, and if he doesn't, mm. then you will. And it will be much less pleasant if you would have to. But, like, he <laughs> needs to talk to her and be like, that was completely inappropriate. I was highly embarrassed by this, mother. Like, oh you, I was ashamed of you. I was ashamed of you and your actions. And this is going, if this continues, it will hurt our relationship. It's not ever acceptable yeah. again. If you ever say one thing again to my girlfriend about what she eats or her weight, then we're done. Like, I'm leaving. If you say it, we'll leave. We'll straight yeah. up leave. Yeah. And and then he needs to stick to it. And if he doesn't feel comfortable saying that to his mom, because some people in, uh, in like, in situations like this, they're so cowed by these people because they've grown up with this, and they can't stand, and so they've had that footing, they've never had that footing built up for them, like their family has dashed it to pieces, then you need to. And you need to say, you know what, you fucking bitch? If you ever touch my plate again, I'm gonna stab you in the eyeball with my fucking fork. Yeah. Maybe not quite that that, hard, but. There's
0: definitely eyeball fork fucking stabbing. Yes. Yes!
1: Uh. Ah!
0: And here's the other thing if he's not willing to stand, if he's not willing to say something or stand up, break up with this guy. This family sounds like a fucking mess. Why would you wanna spend more time with this family? Who's comfortable, or at least silent, when their mother talks about somebody's weight or eating too much food? Or this sounds like an awful place to be.
1: You, Don't spend more phrase. time in this place. Yeah, it's it. Silence is complicity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, by not not saying something, you are complicit in this action. No matter what it is. Mm -hmm.
0: And and Uh, if they are, like, if they are legitimately like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad mom finally said something to her. Like, you definitely want to run away from this family.
1: And if they're like, oh my god, I can't believe mom said something. I'm so embarrassed. And yet they didn't say anything. And they continuously go to dinners with her and she acts like this. They are enabling that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you know what? Either way, it's. Shitty or cowardly, and they're not people you want to hang out with. Yeah. Like, your boyfriend was a coward.
0: Uh.
1: (laughs) Everyone there was. I'm so, like, so worked up about it. I'm, like, so... Oh, it's infuriating.
0: And it's not even... Like, it's not even that good of a passive-aggressive move. Like, it's so not hidden. It's so just, like, out there... I can't even
1: Do you think she's southern? Do you think the mother-in-law is southern? Now that no. I, I think about it, I feel like it's like... I don't
0: think so because I, oh, okay. I like I equate southern mothers with putting more food on your plate.
1: Oh, that's so true. You're right. You're right, but I yeah. was like, thinking like southern debutante sort of like that type of mentality like mm.
0: Like prim and
1: proper, and if it doesn't, if if everything isn't the proper appearance, which is applied to everyone, it is a stereotype for that sort of thing. But like that happens everywhere. Let's be honest.
0: No, I'm seeing, I'm seeing uh, a a a a a career woman, not a career woman. No, I'm not seeing that. I am seeing, uh, like, oh yeah, Orange County. The wives of Orange County, wives of New York, wealthy family.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm seeing an insecure
1: woman who thinks that her only value is in her skinniness, Mm -hmm. and and is now trying to push that idea onto everybody else. Is that her body weight measures her personal worth is measured in the least amount she can weigh, and. That's how she judges everyone else, too. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah.
0: Which is kind, of, which is really a societal kind of yes, reaction to women. 100%. So, uh, mo- just most mothers are better at hiding it. <laughs> I just, oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine being, yeah, no. <laughs> We're guffawed.
1: <laughs> guffawed? you so use that word, Jennifer.
0: <laughs> I'm using it that way. I'm using it that way. Gifod, dumbstruck.
1: That one's right. <laughs> oh god, people. Why do people suck so much? Okay. Well, I think I'm gonna pee.
0: Okay. I think I'm Good almost peevery. ready for another drink.
1: Okay. And then we can um answer the next question! I might start cutting this with some uh, soda water myself because it's still...
0: (laughs) I am. I am uh, loud and boisterous. (laughs) gaffa I am loud and boisterous.
1: A guffaw (laughs) is a type of laugh. It's a big, boisterous, loud laugh. To guffaw is to laugh loudly.
0: Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I <guffod>. a <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Ecke fodd. Alright, I'm going to the
1: bathroom.
0: Alright. <laughs> I'm an educated woman and I believe it. Believe it. It's appalled. That's the fucking word I was trying to think of. <sighs> appalled. You know, Kimberly was just making fun of me, and I was just not using the right word because I wanted a different word. Appalled. As I guffawed, I was appalled, but I couldn't help but to guffaw.
1: we just wanted to let you know about an event coming up that we're participating in in march that we're really excited about it's the first annual streaming for survivors campaign from the wavaw rape crisis center in british columbia the rape crisis center is the largest sexual assault center in british columbia they provide feminist support services to all cis and trans women trans non-binary and two-spirit survivors of sexual assault They have a caseload of more than 300 survivors, but they have more than 250 survivors on their wait list for counseling service, which are free of charge. This event is raising money for that. It's going to be a three-day event, March 26th through 28th. It's going to bring together streamers, podcasters, comedians, and YouTubers who believe that survivors of sexualized violence deserve access to their free of charge support services. We are going to be streaming our podcast March 27th at 4 Mountain Standard Time, 6 Eastern Standard Time. If you already have plans on that Saturday, don't worry. We are recording, of course, and we will be using that recording for an upcoming episode. We will include all of the donation information as well when we repost that episode so you can donate to support then. And while they're based in Canada, they also provide services here in the U.S. They have a toll-free number that's available for citizens here in the United States and in Canada. We're really excited about this event and hopefully you'll be able to tune in and um, maybe donate a little bit to help them out. Thank you! Have you seen that video of the woman who um, is in the bathroom, like at her house, and she's run out of toilet paper? And she asked her kid, who's like two or three, to bring her a roll of toilet paper. And the kid is running back and forth through the hallway with the toilet paper. She's stuck on the toilet, yelling at him to bring her the toilet paper and filming it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. It's so relatable. Um, I just think about it. I didn't run out of toilet paper, but it was like low. And that made me think of that <laughs> video of that woman. Uh,
0: I left you a, a note while you were gone on the recording oh. about the guffaw. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's okay. You'll listen to it later. It'll be a little present for you later.
1: Got it. In the record. I thought you meant, like, right here, like, adding a show note.
0: Yeah, Or no, sending
1: no. a message. But, like, no, you... No. Okay. In the
0: recording while you were gone. Oh, okay. a friend of I'm mine going- got engaged.
1: Yay. Hey!
0: Congratulations, congratulations <laughs> to Matt and Stacy! Congratulations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, Aww. he's such a good guy. I don't know Stacy, but Matt's a really good guy.
1: Uh, I'm looking at the definition right now, and I don't know what your note is going to be because
0: uh, <laughs> Matt is literally to
1: no, laugh no, no, no. in I'm a loud, boisterous way, <laughs> and as a verb and as a noun, it's a loud and boisterous laugh.
0: I'm not disagreeing with you on that. You'll you'll okay. hear the note. <laughs> is,
1: it, is it about how language is like jazz and it
0: can change? <laughs> I'm not gonna change the definition of guffaw, just because I think language is like jazz. No, you'll just have to yeah. listen to the note.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right.
0: And it's right and during right after the question, so I guess you'll listen to it. So it probably won't be something you skip.
1: Right. Ah <laughs> uh, Alright, you're okay. ready
0: for another question? We're kicking yeah, these out. You read it.
1: You okay. read
0: it. <clears throat> okay, you got the shorter question and then I have the long one where I should probably like it- edit in breaths. Okay. <laughs>
1: My next one is really long too, <gasps> so <laughs> <clears throat>
0: My Nana passed away from COVID-related complications recently. We were all extremely close. She lived with us for many years, so she became like a second mother to me. Do you love how I have to, like, our listeners can't see this, but I have to, like, do hand movements to really dramatize and <laughs> emote?
1: I was actually reading <laughs> along with you, so I didn't even see
0: an ad come back to this window. <laughs> Good. Okay. So, okay. Uh, extremely close. To, like a second mother. If I ever needed someone to talk to, or help, or of any kind, I knew I could count on her to help me. Because she used to live with us, my mother, my youngest aunt, and myself probably had some of the strongest bonds with her. I saw her almost every day of my life growing up, and most of my best memories are shared with her in them in some way. She's part of my life. I live far away from my family right now, and am finding grieving to be extremely difficult. My mother is, understandably, absolutely broken-hearted. She cries all day and night. She can't sleep or eat. I want to comfort her, but distance has made this difficult. I keep messaging her, but I feel like I'm annoying her or making her feel worse. I keep reminding her that I love her, but I don't feel like it's enough. I won't be able to see my family until the funeral, whenever that is. And I feel so disconnected. How do I help my family and find comfort myself from so far away? signed long distance of morning mm-hmm. right we just feel so yeah. much for her we just yeah. uh,
1: um, i guess short term thing that could help is writing letters um that you can use to recount a favorite memory or something like that and then you can send those to your mom. So she's getting, like, if you write a letter and send them on every day, they'll get there. I mean, give it a couple of days, and then they'll, she'll start getting them every day. And it'll just be, like, this physical reminder that you're there for her, even if she's not. And I think it could be cathartic for you, too, to write these things out. Um, and then oh, yeah. it would just be, like, a nice way to have, like, this, like, written memory of her, of your grandmother as well. Um, and that way... Your mom can read them when she feels able to, if she's not right away, mm-hmm. but you're, you've you also got that constant, like, reminder or presence without being, feeling like you're being intrusive, because I understand that feeling, too, where you're like, like, I don't want to keep texting her or calling her if she's not up for a conversation mm-hmm. to respect your mother's grieving process, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, that's so I think that's a, that's, a, that's a good exercise. Um, I think that'll also help with her grieving process. Mm-hmm. Um, my recommendation would probably be um, a little Midwestern avoidance, uh, which is you still call your mom, you still text her, but you talk to her about other things than the loss. Like, you, you want to, you don't want to ignore the loss, obviously, but you want to sort of emphasize the world around her that still continues to go. And so that not every text is about, how you're doing, Mom? Are you okay for losing your mom? Like, not every text is about her loss. Some texts and phone calls can be about, hey, I sent you some, a really cool puzzle in the mail. thought you'd like it. Yeah. Or can you believe what
1: this?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's. Well, there's another word for it, I guess. Distraction.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and just like not every day, every moment has to be about mourning this loss. It can also be about understanding life continues, and there's still joy in other places.
1: I agree, and I like that. That shows. I don't want to say that. Every time. I like that that shows that that is true. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that no, like, like, um, I think it's, like, I've been lucky and I haven't had a lot of this, like, profound, like, grief yet. And, yeah. Like, that kind of loss yet. Um, but I know a lot of people then, like, when you have a big loss, you can start to feel guilty about enjoying other things Mm -hmm. and and I think and, and letter writer you might be in that place personally right now where you're having a hard time connecting and enjoying other things or maybe if you are starting to feel like enjoy things you're starting to feel guilty about it and that's not wrong at all like that's normal and that's life and that's what your grandmother would want is for you to continue enjoying life and being happy and and I think you can help remind your mom of that too with like this off-topic type of conversation you can have. Like Jennifer said, like, mm-hmm. I sent you something fun in the mail. Or or I saw something at, while I was talking and I took a picture of it because it made me think of you or I thought it would make you smile and, and text yeah. to mm-hmm. her and things like that.
0: Yeah, there's sort of... I don't want to use this word, but I'm going to use it. There's sort of a wallowing... Like, you don't have to wallow in in the sadness and the mourning and the loss. There is a juxtaposition... Uh, you, you can, and I think your grandmother would also want you to sort of enjoy, learn to enjoy life without her. And yes. so it's so hard, because I am someone who lost, someone very dear to me, very young. Uh, my father died when I was, uh, I was 16 years old, and that was such a pivotal moment in my life for obvious reasons. But it, it, it struck me that the world continued while my life kind of paused momentarily. Like, I, I couldn't pause for very long, obvious, but the world had to continue without knowing what it was like to have this loss. And so, I, I, It's a it, loss is such a complicated little beast. And we have so I feel like we have so few tools to really deal with it, and especially since you're so far away from your family, like, I, I think therapy, drink,
1: oh, drink,
0: drink. I think therapy would be helpful, but uh, taking pleasure in the little things, uh, writing down the memories of your grandmother. Writing letters to your mom, like putting that in words so you're not bombarding her every day with a reminder of her loss. And also just connecting with your mother and connecting with your aunt. Like making sure that you make those connections, not necessarily the context of losing their mother, but in just everyday things about like they're still there. They still need to be loved and they still love you.
1: Yeah. Mm. I found this quote that someone put up that was like, humans are so, I, I don't, i that never right, this is not helpful, and you just had this beautiful, eloquent, helpful response. <laughs> and I you. don't want to make it sound Thank like you. I'm like, no. shitting on I do, on that. I
0: feel like, <laughs> I do feel like we're shamed for wanting to wallow a little bit.
1: I so think, I, yeah, I want you to feel your feelings, and yeah, you know, no one yeah. can tell you how long your grief should last, or how it should take place. Yeah. I just and I don't want to come off that way either. I don't mm-hmm. want to make people be like, "We're like, look at how life keeps going on, and you can't just like." That's not what we mean. That's not what we mean, right now. Uh, but like, you need to grieve, and you need to grieve in your own way, and don't let anyone judge you on the way you're grieving.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why or I didn't like the word "wallowing," the but off. I just like there is like the ju- there is companion tools that you can use in your grief that. Right. That allows you to pull yourself a little bit out of your grief and just, cause your mom, your your grandmother does not want you to to grieve. She wants you to live her life, your life.
1: Yeah. And
0: uh, like, I don't know you, and I don't know your grandmother, but I know that she wants you to live her life. Like.
1: Yeah. One hundred percent, and you have to think about it the same way, like. Like, if you were, like, I think it's so hard, like, it can be so easy to get caught in it and not, and in the pain and then not being able to move out of it when you know it would be the wish of whoever you're mourning, uh, it, you, like, if you were to, like, to make this, like, if I were to die, I don't want Chase to spend his whole life, you know, uh, no, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna give we'll it a year, and, live in love again. and then
0: start introducing him to new women. What was so that? I'll give it a year, and then start Perfect. introducing him to new women. Yeah, I'm like Chase. Yeah. It's been a year. Here's another. Here's a, a, another person that I like almost as much as Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm book? just kidding.
1: Remember that book? Uh, God, it was by. It's not. It's not Ian, No, Ian Fleming wrote the 007 books, and I haven't read those.
0: Uh, who wrote Owen Meany? Oh yeah, uh, it's John. Shit.
1: And World According to Garb.
0: Yeah. World God According... damn. I... I'm
1: looking He's down.
0: one of my favorite writers, and his name just yeah. left me. It's John.
1: Uh, John Irving.
0: Thank you. Yes, John Irving. Yes, that's it.
1: Uh, he has a book in which one of the characters is an author, is a woman who's an author. Isn't, I think this was him. The Widow for a Year? Yes. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Because I was like, something about a widow for a year, but I didn't know if that was the name of the book or the book that she wrote inside the book.
0: Oh, The Monster Under My Bed. The Monster in the, under the door. Because I actually have that children's book.
1: Is that a kid's book?
0: No! Her father... Okay, we're, we're digressing. The father writes the kid's book. Okay. And she's a writer. Mm-hmm. I, the kid... The father's book is The Monster Under My Bed or something like that. My and friend gave me that book. writes
1: the book that's like a widow for a year and is at a book <clears throat> signing and this woman comes up and is fucking livid at her. Like, how dare you try to tell me how long... I should grieve, yeah. mm-hmm. and and um, and then the story goes in the book. Is this a spoiler? I don't remember enough about this book to remember if this is a spoiler or not. But a year later, the author main character has been married and widowed, and is at somewhere. And the woman that saw her that year ago. And had been so angry having just lost somebody. It's now been a year since she lost that person. And she has moved, gotten to that point where she's ready to move on. And was like, you were right. And this, But the author was like there with her own grief.
0: Oh my gosh. I Isn't don't remember that is that how that, that
1: happened? Or did I make I, that up? You, I, I
0: don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been a really long time since I've read that. Hmm. But here's one more thing I have to say about grieving and loss. So I imagine this is fairly recent. And to really, like it takes.
1: Like, I mean, they said it was on Saturday.
0: Did they say it like, was on Saturday? It
1: was, it was like just, like.
0: It was just. Oh, it said recently. With, so, recently,
1: yeah.
0: I think For I I, I think I changed it, it to
1: recently. I
0: think it I added it. Doesn't matter.
1: It I just like re- thought I remembered that. Yeah. So
0: really, you're kind of in the very beginning stages of your grief. Like you don't, you can't process stuff very well right now it's kind of there's kind of a dreamlike state to some that you're kind of dealing with so it's okay to give yourself a little time to breathe a little and just focus on other things uh, yeah so this the next couple of weeks at least are gonna be kind of dreamlike like this isn't real and you just kind of have to push for push through it and you'll be able to give comfort to your family in it from far away and um, when you finally get to go see them when the funeral happens so you'll be able to do it is what it is Yeah. howdy it's Jennifer and I gotta tell you about these straws from Surfside Sips I'm smitten A family-owned business, Surfside Sips creates beautifully hand-grafted glass straws. These are made out of the same durable glass as Pyrex, so easy to clean and hard to break. A must for this lazy and clumsy lady. My favorite part is that Surfside Sips ship using all recyclable materials. Super eco-friendly, and for this Midwesterner, minimal guilt check out these straws at surfside sips.com and use coupon code inebriated input all one word for 20 percent off
1: all right are we ready for this third question i think so we're kicking ass excuse me um so i started working for a cold calling company last year basically what i do is read a script and try to get people to agree to an inspection But since I started, I've been struggling to meet the minimum expected amount of yeses. I knew I was on the edge of being sacked or just leaving because of how completely embarrassingly shit I am at it. Until I decided to go to the pub with a few people who worked in the office, including our immediate boss. Long story short, we went home together and we've been sleeping with each other and meeting up outside of work. I'm 19 and she is in her mid-40s. I still want to leave the job and thought she'd be happy if I left so I wouldn't get her in trouble but she wants me to keep working there. I told her I wanted to leave three weeks ago and she begged me not to and promised that she'd do something for me at work so, to make it easier. I think she thinks if I quit then I'll stop seeing her, which in all reality I probably <laughs> would, but she's gone to some le- lengths to get me to stay. What she has done is that I now sit in the office pretending I'm talking to people all day and <laughs> she is making it seem legit. I want out of this situation, but she basically told me that if I stopped working, that there she'd have to tell her bo- boss the truth about me pretending to work. And she's acting like she would literally have to, even though I don't know why she would have to. And I think she's lying about that for obvious reasons. Signed, sleeping your way out. Oh my God, the power balance shifted so many times in that <laughs> fucking letter. <laughs> because I, I was like, ah, she's taking advantage. And I was like, ah. He is. Then I was like, ah, she is again in really awful ways. You know, he's
0: not really taking any advantage. She's like, I am just I just want some yeah. booty. I get some booty, and I just want to move on with my life because I hate this job. Just
1: move on. What's going to happen if she tells her boss that you weren't really making calls the whole time? Literally, if you have left that job, what's going to happen? Nothing. They're not going to arrest you. Yeah! They're just going to give you a shitty reference if you were stupid enough to put them on your resume. And you know what? Just don't put them on your resume. Don't let anyone call Mm -hmm.
0: them. Yeah. And besides that, I mean, this is uh, you can tell by the language it's like UK or something. It's not it's not American, so I don't know about their rules. But when when, uh, even if you have to put even if you have to put your previous work experience on your resume, they just call and see when Yes. They worked. That's it. That's it. That's just so confirming true. work history. Um, references are different, obviously, because you put them down as as a reference. And but
1: um... and a lot of times they'll ask you if you can if they can call that part, them. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on uh, the thing. And I, I like like in the past when I've been like looking for a job while I'm like currently employed, and they're like, "Can we call them?" I'm like, no, you can't fucking call where I'm working yeah, right you can't now. Let call. them know. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> but just say no. Now. Just say no. Don't mm-hmm. call. You can't call them. Yeah,
0: so my thought, because, okay, when I was editing this, and I know we we love to have the editing debate, (laughs) but when I was editing this, I left those last couple of sentences because I was very confused about why he'd be worried about her going to her bosses and telling them the truth. And I'm thinking maybe he's guilt-tripping her. Maybe he's like, if, if if she had to go to her bosses and tell the truth when he left... Then she'd be in danger of losing her job, right?
1: Right, but I still don't understand what, like, why, I mean, what, why would she have to? The, I guess the only way I could see it coming out is if after he leaves and they're like, "Well, it's still the same number of calls, even though we're down one person." That doesn't make sense. And then she'd have to be like, yeah, because we rigged it so he didn't have any calls. Which also, frankly, that sounds worse to me than actually doing the calls and getting hung up on or said no to. Is sitting in a room by myself pretending to make the calls... For eight hours. And pretending oh, to talk. And so you're just by yourself talking to nobody and nothing in a separate yeah. room and pretending. That sounds awful. Oh,
0: God. That's not yes. worth it.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, he's
0: 19 years old, right? He should just.
1: This doesn't matter in the just, long run oh, this job. Doesn't. Oh, it doesn't. Get out.
0: I mean, it's not like he's plagiarizing an academic paper. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah don't
1: also don't feel bad about being bad at this job right it's, it sounds awful like, tele, <laughs> it sounds telemarketing awful. is notoriously hard mm-hmm. um, because of this because it's not a normal thing for people to do and people fucking hate it and they're awful to you on the phone yeah so yes. there's nothing wrong with not excelling at this job don't take it personally it's a shit job that like a lot of people I don't I've never met anyone that worked in telemarketing about, like that loves No, you know? yeah. It's, oh my god. It's yeah. usually it's it's just a job to get by most of the time. Uh, there's uh. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having a job just to get by at all, or that there are jobs out there that are just there for it. But please don't don't take your performance in this specific job as a like as an end all be all of your employability. Oh my god. Yes. I mean.
0: Okay, so I started, my youngest job, when I was like 18, 17, 18, was working as a cashier for a local grocery store. I remember,
1: and I we spent, love seeing you.
0: I spent a summer at it, basically, and I was done. So like three months of, of this place, I was done. I was terrible at it. I would always Do you be you still short. have
1: nightmares about it?
0: I, no, I don't think so.
1: I ask because I have when I'm super stressed, I have server nightmares. Well, you served, so you were well, doing I did that a long for time. ten years. Yes. Yeah. I did it for and three then, months. So, <laughs> my mom says she still has serving nightmares. She's a nurse. You'd think yeah. she'd have nursing nightmares. No, she has serving nightmares sometimes still. And my aunt worked at a grocery store as a cashier and says that she sometimes, like this is years ago, but she said that she would still get stress induced cashier. um, nightmares. Yeah. So that's why it, I... Yeah. It,
0: it, it does follow you. It does follow you. Yeah. But I was shit at it too. I was shit at it. Like, I was fine with the customers, but I'd get so anxious about, like, if they were like, if they got... If they got impatient with me at all. And I was like, I'm trying to go as fast as I can. I was always short or too much on my on my till. And so, I was, I was glad that I was going to a community college and getting my education and getting a job as a student employee because I was totally done, and there was like a a guy who was ten years older than me who worked for this place yeah. who was who was leering at me and trying. And I'm like, I'm eighteen. Gross. I don't. I'm not interested in somebody who sh- should have a master's degree by now. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> he's also balding. So that's so hot to an (laughs) eighteen-year-old. Like it's it's fine as my forty-year-old self. I wouldn't I I wouldn't care if you're balding at all, but (laughs) as an eighteen-year-old, I was like not interested in somebody who's bald. But that was so quick. Like this is your first job, dude. You obviously aren't built for it. I wasn't built for standing for eight hours at a time, moving things across a a belt like.
1: In Europe, they think that's wild too. That cashiers don't get to sit down. Yes. That they was sit my, in Europe.
0: Oh, that is so stupid. That is so, my, I got plantar fasciitis from that job and I'm still dealing with it. It's so annoying. I
1: don't, I don't know what
0: that is. It's when your feet, like the tendons in your feet don't stretch right and then they hurt a lot. Oh. Yeah. So That's awful. It's fine if you're walking for a while, but like in the morning when you wake up. And your tendons haven't been stretched, then you it hurts a lot to stand up.
1: Oh my gosh! So I used to do this all the time. I wouldn't think about it uh, after serving, like, and I had like an eight-hour shift on my feet the whole time, and I would go to bed and I would wake up and I would stretch my whole body like half awake, and my calves would seize up, and oh, I'd oh get like God. Charlie horses yes. in both bo- horses in both calves, and I would wake up, so I'd be like half oh, asleep, like oh, and then I'd be like.
0: Oh, God, yes. Oh, it's, it's physical endurance. And I'm, I'm
1: okay, babe. I'm just making a joke.
0: And the next job I did was when I was sitting at a desk <laughs> staffing a, a testing center.
1: Ugh. So, in short, Kai, um...
0: Yeah, right. We had a question just, if, we were answering. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you don't want to see this woman anymore, then don't see her anymore. Yeah, quit. You're fucking 18 years old. Just get out of there. And get out of that job if you don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what? She... Here's the thing. Like, yes, this was dishonest to make this story up to so you could work and not have to work. But you leaving isn't getting her in trouble. She did this herself. Yeah. She she made this happen. She set this up. She is the supervisor and should fucking know better and did this. You leaving and her getting caught in it is not your fault. She's the one that did this to herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's not and she did it because she them. wanted some tail, which you're fully aware of. But, like, come
0: on. Yeah. Well, she wants more. She have wants a relationship self- with this guy. Have some self-respect. And, and he's 19 years old. He doesn't want a relationship yes. with a 40-year-old woman. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's like me and that 28-year-old balding man. I'm not... When I was 18. I'm not... Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, oh. it's very manipulative. Just get out of there. Don't worry about it. Never yeah. look back. Yeah. Yeah. It is like a lot of oh god, it does remind me of someone who's, who tells you a of, of fib to make you feel bad, and tries to control you. It's very manipulative. Just get out of there. Yeah, she, I nothing's see, gonna happen. I Just see, get out of there.
1: No, it's not. It's not. Nothing's gonna happen. You're not gonna go to jail. You're not gonna get. You don't work mm, there she, anymore. She's gonna. I get mean, fired. they could. I mean, she's, they could try to say something like you owe them. Back pay or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that, but I don't know if they can really stand on TV. If it was, if your manager, uh, yeah, no. was, she like, get fired. Has signed off on this. Yeah, she'll get fired, but that's not your fault. She is the one that fucking did this. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And yeah. also, like, why would she? Like, like, if she was the one writing in that was like, I started sleeping with this 19 year old kid at work, and he hated the job, but I didn't want him to leave because I knew he wouldn't sleep with me anymore. <laughs> Um, and so I set this up so he didn't have to work but we made it look like he worked and we fudged the numbers and if he leaves someone has to tell the boss he, just imagine it from that point of view because yeah, no. everything I just said is the opposite side of what you just said and everything I just said sounds fucking disgusting yeah. and I say that she we deserves to get fired
0: person. yeah we tear that person apart and she
1: pr- probably deserves I mean you're a legal age but like this is super manipulative and it's gross. Yeah. So I was going to say, if someone wrote into me saying that and then said, and if he leaves, I'm going to have to tell my boss and then I might get fired. I'd be like, why would you have to tell your boss? But once I said it all out loud, I realized how awful it was Ugh, from that point of view. So gross. So gross. And so gross. I got over that really quick. Like, let her get fired. Yeah, it's no, disgusting. We just, yeah.
0: We'd be really mean to her about
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. I would be. Yeah. I would. Get yes. the fuck out.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Inebriated Input.
1: I'm Kim.
0: And I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us so other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us.
1: (laughs) And please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions. And we promise that we will keep your name out of it.
0: <laughs> okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com.
1: If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon where we have cool swag as thank yous.
0: Okay. okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye bye bye. bye.